Hello friends, Maurice Harker here. You are about to hear a gold nugget clip from the four seasons of a healthy and happy marriage workshop. I hope you are edified by what you hear today. Stay tuned after the clip. I have a special offer for you when it comes to taking the full workshop. So please, listen on after this episode. Talk to you later. I want to walk through now the intimacy triangle when the greenhouse is built correctly with the spirit is present. In some of our previous conversation, we talked about how important it is to have the spirit present. Once the greenhouse has been started to be built, then notice the circle in the bottom corner. We inch our way into verbal intimacy until it goes wrong. Then we loop back through season three and season four. I'm going to walk you through some more details of season four today. And then we ramp ourselves up to try again. And then as an athlete, as a musician, we try again. And then we try again each time, gentlemen, specifically in your efforts to preside, you look at, all right, what went wrong? You pull your deeper out. What went wrong? What needs to be different? What do I need to do different? I just observed that when and looping back and forth and back and forth. Last time we talked about a boy and a girl meeting at a barn dance. And we talked about how while they were apart from each other, the girls started going, I don't know, man, there's some things about what happened there that were uncomfortable for me. Then we talked about that moment in time where the boy approaches the girl, all right? And he says, hey, would you like to dance? And because she had a lot of time away, she could write her script and rewrite it and rewrite it. I hope that by the time she's 18 or so, she doesn't say, thank you for asking. I have prepared a nice two-hour lecture for you. I have a lovely message for you. So what we hope that she'll say is something like, and this is, I'm going to walk you through this very slowly because we hope that she will use something we would now call a boundary statement, not an educational statement. I'm going to use a relatively rough representation on this. I'm trying to be very blunt and blatant for this one. I want you to just use your imagination to soften it for real life circumstances. Let's say this young man during their dance last time reached down during the dance and grabbed her behind during the dance. All right. And being an adolescent boy, he's not sure whether or not that was the right thing to do, but part of his brain says that was probably a bad idea. Now he goes up to ask her to dance next time. And let's give her a menu of options of what she might say. He says, hey, would you like to dance? And she says, thank you for asking. I've actually been researching why boys grab girls' butts during the dance. And I'd like to review with you what's wrong with your psychology. I'm confident you haven't read anything about what's wrong with you, but I have saved you time by doing it for you. So let's go get a Kool-Aid and I will spend a lot of time explaining to you why that's not appropriate. Sorry, ladies, if that's insulting for me to describe it that way, but I wanted you to see the, the ludicrousness of it. I wanted you to see that studying a man's psychology, because where's the book on why men grab girls' butts during dances anyway? You do know there are not enough books out there to explain to you the stupid things men do, all right? And if you're going to spend a lot of time researching, you're just going to run around in circles anyway, because even if you did figure it out, is he standing there going, wow, I'm really glad you did that research. Thank you so much. In fact, that's why I came to the dance today is to hear that from you. Okay, let's give a second option. All right. Now, Lloyd, I'm going to need your help with this because you and I can think like 16-year-old or 14-year-old boys when we need to. All right. Hey, 
sweetie, would you like to dance? She says, no, thank you. Now, if we are typical boys at that age, and we go, oh, see, that's a really common, amazing masculine response. Oh, huh. Now we have to make a decision, right? We have to decide, do we walk away? Do we try again? So let's pretend we have a genius teenager and he says, um, why? See, or why not? Now, what is that actually happening scientifically speaking? See, we can learn a lot from these natural behaviors of these teenagers. If he walks away, that tells us two things. He lacks what he needs to have in order to actually be in a real relationship. He lacks enough investment. He lacks courage. He lacks the willingness to engage. So if you're in a relationship with a man who doesn't ask why, now, first of all, don't know, this is not where you prepare your lecture. Oh, I'm glad you asked. I have seven pages here for us to go over. Okay, no. If he says why or why not, she has one sentence that describes her, not him. This is why it's so vital that you're in tune with your marital mission statement and your personal identity statement. And she says, after thinking about it over the course of the last several days, I've remembered, I do not dance with boys who grab my butt. Did she say anything about him in that sentence? No, she did not. All she declared was something about herself. I do not sit in the presence of a man who calls me names. I do not share a bedroom with someone who is yells at me earlier that day. Okay, these are called identity statements that are often referred to as boundaries. All it is is a description of her and her environment. Okay, it's not explaining anything. It's not trying to make sure they understand something. And so I hope that you're seeing a similarity to this. And what Christ's communication style was when he said, the kingdom of God is likened to this. This is what it's like. To live with me, you will need to be like this. Ladies, you have every right to have a description of to live with me, you'll need to be like this. You don't have to be like that because I can be a very high functioning person all by myself. But if you're going to be in a relationship with me, You'll have to be the person who's going to be in a relationship with me is going to need to have these skills and this communication capability. Now, what does a man do in a situation like that who actually has an investment in the woman? She turns away from him with dignity. He's standing there going, all right, I walked up to a woman to ask her to dance. Yeah, that's what happened. Okay. She said, no. Okay. I got that part. I said, why not? She said, I don't dance with boys who grab my butt. Huh, what a concept. What do I do now? If the guy goes, I have no idea what to do. I have absolutely no idea what to do. I think I need her to explain to me what I need to do. No, I need to do a little man in the mountain moment and say, what kind of guy am I? Am I the kind of guy who grabbed a girl's butts during the dance? Or am I the kind of guy who doesn't? See, now he's going back to his identity statement. What kind of man? This, it gives him an opportunity to review his identity, all right? Now, if he reviews that, you know what? I don't want to be that kind of guy. I do not want to be that kind of guy. So I'm going to go over here and stand here and wait until she asks me to dance. And then I'm going to tell her I'm not that kind of guy. What's wrong with that plan, Lloyd? She's never going to ask. 
She's done but with she, me. But she needs to because she needs to show me that she loves me and is forgiving. So can we explain what's wrong with that? Like, it's that's just wrong, right? Well, we're definitely not presiding, providing, or protecting in that mode. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. Now, ladies, if the guy goes, huh, and he does the most amateur version of an apology, walks up to the girl and says, so I've been thinking. In fact, I've been pondering. In fact, I've been pondering with God my stewardships as a developing young man. Eh, you thought I wouldn't repeat that one because it was a one-timer. Oh, no. Oh, no. That one's coming back for a long time. Why? Because it is a vitally true concept. I understand that we might have to practice getting better at it. And if it's not natural for you, I totally don't blame you. There's a lot of skills I've had to learn that weren't natural to me too. But if you really want to build something in a strong way, you have to learn some skills that are not natural to you. But you can be clumsy at it. Teenage boy walks up the girl. So I've been thinking, I've been thinking that was a bad idea to do the butt grabbing thing. Now, what did you see there? That's kind of some like weird version of an apology. Like, um, and then he says, uh, my bad, like, sorry. Notice the lack of sophistication, but ladies, as a woman and a girl or a teenage girl in that situation, it's like, cool, I'll take it. Like, that's not horror. I mean, I'll get, I'll take that one. And then he says, um, so like, I, uh, uh, will you dance with me if I promise not to do that again? She goes, okay, we got a man. We got a man here who can actually think, observe, make a decision, approach, do the worst apology ever, but do we really need the man to have beautiful, elegant skills like Shakespeare and his apologies? That's not really the point. All we need is for him to go, okay, you know what? I think I did something wrong there. And I'm the kind of guy, now this is important. Okay, fine. If you're the kind of woman who doesn't like that kind of thing, I won't do it for you. But this isn't about my identity. This is because you want it that way. Okay, what's wrong with that? That is, is you, no, thank you. I can, I'm not going to dance with you. But I promised you I wouldn't do that. Yeah, but you promised it because you're doing me a favor, not because that's your true identity shift you want to make. I can't risk dancing with someone who is going to just do me a favor. I don't have a problem if he's... Now, for me, there's several character development things that I did not even consider until I saw the painful facial expression of my wife because I didn't know enough about that plant that that behavior would kill it. So I considered the change at first because of the impact it was having on her. But as a man who wants to preside, provide, and protect, I would like to bring an environment that brings the growth. And so then I checked to see if bringing that environment would um, be outside of my character, okay? Is that outside of my character? So this is what this plant needs. That's if it's within... I. I could change that. Hello again. I hope while you were listening, you had some insights on how to improve your marriage. Now, for that special offer I mentioned earlier, I would like to offer a trade with you. I would like to give you financial credits towards taking the four seasons of a healthy and happy marriage workshop. In fact, I'm willing to pay for the whole thing for you to attend it. In exchange, I would ask three small things from you. First, click to follow the Memoirs of an LDS Therapist podcast. Second, 
Share this episode with your Facebook and or Instagram friends. And third, take a screenshot of that share and send it to four seasons lcs at gmail.com. That's the number four, followed by S E A S O N S L C S at gmail.com. Four seasons lcs at gmail.com. For every podcast episode you screenshot and share, I will give you a $20 credit toward the next eight-week, four seasons of a Healthy and Happy Marriage workshop until you have enough credits to pay for the whole thing. How does that sound? $160 workshop for free. I look forward to meeting you and or your loved ones in the next four seasons workshop. I teach those workshops live, so we will be able to talk directly about how to make things more glorious for you in your marriage or future marriage. See you soon.